Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. If you can't get enough of us, hey, we've got Friendo Club TV exclusive live streams for Friendo Club TV members, YouTube channel members, $5 and up a month on the Patreon uh, patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. And of course, throw or, or, or throw us a Twitch sub and you'll get access to the bonus content tomorrow. We're going to be power ranking something live exclusively for those friendos Wednesday. Ask Steven Larson. No wrestling questions allowed Thursday. Uh, 10 for the win will be on Thursdays now. And then Friday, we're doing Friday. an exclusive gaming stream. Yes. 10, 10 for the win is the vintage 10 for the wins. We used to, yeah, do. not new stuff. Yeah. Old ones. Yeah. Old ones. Oh, look at Danny, Danny O hitting us up with a power chat here on the live stream. $10 says just a wee tip to say, sorry for being uh, an attention, uh, an attention monger, I guess with all the, can I say whore? Can I say attention whore with all the caps? (laughs) Anyways, it's Monday, Larson. How was your weekend? It was good. How about yours? It was good, man. I watched impact Genesis. I'm uh-huh. a regular Dave Meltzer watching all the all the wrestling out there. I watched some Church your, of Joshi with some Lulu pencil. Do you have your your notepad? Are you taking notes the entire time? Ah man, I don't do I don't take notes. My notes are all up here in my head, but I'm gonna no, talk about Genesis your is today. Garbage. Your memory's garbage. Uh, you don't you try to rely on that? I'm gonna catch you up on Genesis because tomorrow at five PM East five PM East East yeah, Pacific, <sighs> eight PM Eastern. Yes. We're watching Impact Wrestling we are. again. We're back in the Impact show for Hard to Kill. Oh, that's exciting stuff. Big Chris hitting us with five gifted subs. Um, oh, thank you. But uh, first, we've got some bummer news uh, yeah. about one Drew McIntyre, and this might actually be a wider industry thing. Larson, it could be. what's in the news? So WB announced today that their the WB champion, Drew McIntyre, quote, has tested positive for COVID-19, has been placed in quarantine. Uh, I think this is, the, this is, I think, the first time that WB has publicly announced that one of their superstars has tested positive. So... First of all, uh, wish the best for Drew. Yeah. Hope he's got a speedy recovery. Oh, yeah. Um, so, obviously, this does mean that his scheduled bout for Randy Orton on Raw night won't happen. And Russell Votes reporting, quote, source with Drew McIntyre out. WWE is keeping Randy Orton tonight's main event and are working on finding a suitable replacement to match up against the college football championship game. That's tonight. Mm. So, uh, looking long term, we're, what, about 20 days away from the Rumble. Minimum, I would assume, for quarantine. Absolute minimum be 10, 14 days. Well, okay, so CDC guidelines state that if you test positive, yes, they recommend 10 days. Yeah. If, you're, if you're near somebody who's had it and you think you might have been in the vicinity, then they bump it up to 14 days. Okay, and that's As- assuming... Assuming symptoms have subsided and he's had at least one, if not two, negative tests within the span of those 10 days. Assuming that your your symptoms die down. The funny thing is they don't say anything about taking an additional test. But I would assume that, you know, at some point between now and the rumble after that 10 day period, because you're looking at the assuming I mean, assuming he got that positive test today, which Mm -hmm. WWE does not specify. Then you're yep. looking at the 21st rumble, I believe, is on the 20. It's on the 31st. Oh, it's on the 31st. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Assuming assuming his symptoms don't get worse. Yeah. Assuming that's the thing. You know. assuming, assuming yeah, yeah he, he either is asymptomatic or has a mild case. Hopefully that that is the case. Yeah. Um, and you know he can recuperate mm-hmm. in time, and in 10 days he can you know he's symptom free. Maybe he has a, a couple positive tests, and yeah, it, it, it's possible that he can return. Um, yeah, I think it's likely that he will if he doesn't have symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> we, it's sad that we have to mention this Goldberg, who's in better shape than you or I, uh, and probably better shape than most 25 year olds is still in the age range that it starts to get a bit dangerous if you're in contact with somebody. Um, so, you know, that, that adds a little bit of a wrinkle there, yeah. <laughs> you know, given that his opponent at the rumble this year is 50 some odd years old. Yeah. Um, which, you know, we can all question the, the, the wisdom of putting, <laughs> putting that match together. Uh, I guess the bigger question is how are they going to build this thing with Drew out two of the significant weeks uh, yeah, that's that, a good question. that they're going to be doing that. Are they going to have, are they going to have Bill come out and drop some promos, to try to hype this matchup? 
at the very least, they have to do that. Um, I mean, they could, they should, you know, what they should do have Goldberg a fight Drew's dad to prove yeah. that he, it's not like fighting his dad, mm-hmm. and then also the gamekeeper. Yeah, yeah, that was that was um, one some ideas from a uh, 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 power rank last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the gamekeeper. That's like right. That. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, I guess there's there's a, a, a you know it's all kind of up in the air between now and a couple weeks from now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Vince will probably of... plan for that. But if you get to the 10 day mark, if you're 10 days, if you're 10 days or up in terms of quarantining, and things might be, and if if things are, let's say he actually caught a bad case of it, then in 10 days they're going to be completely changing the makeup of this main event. Like that, that's quite that's possible. A fact. Yeah, it's quite possible. Um, we'll go into specifics because the report just came out, but Five Full Select had a some news up today about the COVID outbreaks, um, not just in WWE, but pretty much, I think they said basically every other uh, televised promotion here in the States. Yeah. Um, go check out fightfulselect.com. They're really terrific. You mm-hmm. know, we don't like to step on their, on their toes too much. As soon as one of their reports come out, uh, mm-hmm. they they go into a bit more specifics there, there's no specifics in terms of names, no. but you know, uh, like, like, like has happened across the, the rest of the globe, you know, uh, everybody knew that the holiday season was going to be a particularly bad one for COVID. Yeah. Um, and uh, that seems to have still been the case. You know, the wrestling industry has not been immune to that. So nope. uh, this is going to be just like it was back in March and April. And probably, you know, hopefully not too bad, but probably an ever evolving story over the next couple of weeks, certainly in the next couple of days. Um, and we'll, you know, you got to keep an eye. I guarantee they're rewriting Raw on the spot because this Drew McIntyre Randy Orton match wasn't just something that would have ramifications for Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Also, clearly, Randy Orton and the Fiend are going to be in a, in something, and it stands for reason that the Fiend would have had some part in this match, um, maybe wonking the finish uh, yeah. to to justify uh, Randy and the Fiend. So obviously, they're going to be rewriting stuff. Uh, we, they heavily. already were in the process of writing uh, or rewriting heavily because as of, I don't know, about 10 o'clock this morning, the only thing announced for Raw mm-hmm. thus far yeah. was Drew versus Randy. And the thing is, you're right in that this is an outlier with them, you know, announcing that Drew is tested mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's entire it's it's entirely possible that he's not the only one affected and they just wouldn't announce it. And you just see some absences tonight on Raw. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's on anybody to speculate at that point. Oh, they're mm-hmm. gone. They must, you know, because people disappear from TV all the time. But, um, you know, it's entirely possible the next couple of weeks of TV might have to be rewritten or reimagined. Um, I mean, luckily for Raw, they usually write it on the fly anyway. So, yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> so they're you know, ready for reimagined. We, you know, have to imagine when they don't imagine <laughs> it uh, until the day of in the first place. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Drew recovers and hopefully this is not a serious case for him. Yes. yes. Uh, he's a super fit guy. So hopefully that helps him fight off the Rona. Yes. Uh, so about a month ago, we talked about a report from Brandon Thurston and post wrestling's John Pollock. They broke news that WWE was slated to launch NXT India with the either the pilot first episode of the show set to tape this month, and then Sports Kita added as well that the, that particular show would air January 26th. And then over the weekend, WWE India announced that quote: "The first ever superstar spectacle is coming soon." Sony, which I believe handles WWE's di- distribution in India, released. The trailer for the show, which featured Jinder Mahal, Bollywood Boys, Indus Share, and Kavita uh, Devi, or Devi, and confirmed the show will indeed air on January 26th. Uh, Sports Kita has some additional details. Steve, you want to take this? Yeah, sure. Uh, Sports Kita says, while our sources maintain that the names of the Raw and SmackDown superstars could change at any moment, some of the names that are being considered are Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Charlotte Flair, The New Day, Bailey. And Rey Mysterio. And adds this for appearances on Superstar Spectacle. Sorry, I should have specified that. Sure. And adds that WWE Superstar Spectacle is likely to be taped in the United States and will be aired as a television special over one or maybe two nights and will not be an ongoing show at this point. So it really doesn't seem like it's an NXT India type thing. Just seems like they're uh, trying to, you know, repenetrate that Indian market that they have mm. been, uh, 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 you know, trying to get after over the past couple of years, notably yes. the first time when, uh, or the, the first noticeable time when Jinder Mahal was crowned WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. an update here. A white brownie here in our chat claims that WWE's Twitter 
says this, following the announcement of the WWE champion testing positive for COVID-19, we can confirm Drew McIntyre will make his first comments tonight on Raw. I would imagine that would be some sort of cameo-esque uh, yes, video. Matt Chat question type deal, yes. You know. um, so, uh, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to that. Yep, there it is. There it is. Confirmed. Yep, there it is. <clears throat> this next bit of news is exciting to us, Larson, because yes. some of the most fun moments we've had since we have endeavored to become wrestling people. Podcasters. Uh, podcasters. Enthusiasts. Journalists know we talk about wrestling. We didn't report on it. Right. Podcasters, because yeah. we literally have a podcast. Yeah. Content creators. Is our time at StarCast. Not to be confused yes. with Starcade. StarCast. And, you know, ever since uh, the last StarCast, people have been asking, we've been asking, hey, are we going to get another StarCast? Well, Conrad Thompson talked about the future of StarCast during an interview with Nick Hausman on the Wrestling Inc. Daily. And this is what Conrad had to say. We're going to wait and see what happens. In 2019, when we hosted the third StarCast in Chicago, we put a hold on the hotel for 2020 and 2021. So I have a hold there for 2021, but I don't know what that's going to look like. Normally, we would announce something like that as early as possible, but I'm not sure we'll all be that we'll be all the way back to normal by late August. I'd like to think we would, but I still don't know. But if we are ready, I would love to do at least one more just to say we did it. I'd love to work with our partners, the folks at Hyatt, Hyatt Chamber who have been tremendous. It's so much fun to work with everyone, putting the shows together. That weekend can be stressful, but it's so fun to create. I'd like to do it one more time, but I'm not sure if it's possible. We'll wait and see. I think that by the summertime, we'll have a pretty, like early summer, probably Memorial Day, we'll have a pretty good indication as to where we're going to be headed into the fall. Mm -hmm. um, you know, nobody really knows what fast-tracking the new administration here in the United States uh, is going to be implementing. I think that's going to be interesting to keep an eye out for. What's I think probably more interesting about this is that he had a hold for 2020 and 2021 mm -hmm. when, mm -hmm. you know, the last time anybody really talked about Stark as the last one. Conrad's always been very, you know, he's always kept that very close in terms of will he do another one. You and I saw him both at the one at one of the ones that we did, and I can attest that dude looked tired. And yep. he did, you know, all the stuff that was going on from the Undertaker pulling out and them trying to get some, you know, uh, 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 the WWE to give him something up, up uh, in return for that. And they got like Tom McGee or whatever that was, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it, I could see how that's a really stressful thing to go through. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, to be there, as whether you have a booth or as attendee is an absolute blast. It's uh, the so two much we've fun. gone to. The, the first one in Chicago was awesome. Oh man! Uh, the, you know, in in Vegas, the following spring, awesome as well. Great, absolutely great. Um, it, it, both experiences we've had at Starcast have been absolute delights. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's just such a great atmosphere. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's it's just awesome when when you know us a couple of uh, 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 you know podcasters have a table surrounded by wrestlers, mm -hmm. uh, other podcasters, other people that are just selling stuff. And everybody's just so cool. And the friendos, man. So many friendos mm -hmm. walking up and just mm -hmm. being, you know, just chatting us up. Um, yeah, it's a blast. I'm really happy to, to hear that he was doing. I really think StarCast will work really great as sort of the AEW version of WrestleCon. Like, mm -hmm. just do it once a year. Do it once a year. Have one great show once a year. They did seem to be pumping those things out. Like, you know, they did the first one and they did the second one. And then I guess they, you know, I guess were there only three at that point? The third one I there felt was, came really there close was after the, the second. The one in Chicago, the one in Vegas, and they did one in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. That's where the American, year American flag sting, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Which one had RoboCop? The one in Baltimore. Okay. And they did another one after that? I think so. I think they did, did one they? in Chicago. They did like the, the two in Chicago. The last couple seemed really close to each other. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, man, if you just do like, because WrestleCon is usually WrestleMania weekend, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, have double or nothing be the weekend that you do. I mean, I'm not telling Conrad how to run his business. He's doing a pretty darn good job. What is yep. it? Adfreeshows.com. Is that his thing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go check that out. Um, and, and he's just the nicest guy in the world that you could ever oh, meet. Oh, he's great, man. He's, he's, so he's cool. really terrific. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to maybe ease the stress of doing so many of them, one big star cast a year would be killer. I mean, that's, that's what we would do. I think, you know, it's like, we mm -hmm. do that. And then maybe we'd think about doing WrestleCon too, but, mm -hmm. uh, man, I think that'd be, that'd be absolutely great. I'm really glad to hear that he was thinking of continuing him on, you know? Yeah. 
Because yeah. you never know. You never know. All right, Steve. T- talk to me about. Tell me everything you know about Genesis. Genesis. Uh, yeah, it was a really fun show. Uh, you know, the, all I was, saw was that crazy spot between Moose and Willie Mack, where it looked like Willie Mack's head uh, uh, crashed into the ramp. Uh, yeah, that table spot was really gnarly. That was uh, that was clearly match of the night. That was and the booking on that. So it was an I quit match uh, between Moose and Willie Mack. Willie Mack mm-hmm. just needs to stay away from Moose because you you get the 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 opening package where it shows uh you know the the history of everything that had been going on and there were a couple gaps uh that that you know that were filled in you know I don't know if I was you know making dinner doing during our impact streams or what but uh yeah Willie Mack seems to keep on he, he's on the wrong end of a spear every freaking time he runs into Moose so this was an I quit match. And, you know, you think going into this, obviously, Moose is the guy they're they're building up big time. You know, what better way to really put him in a challenger position against Rich Swan, which is what he wants. He wants to, to go at the world championship than to have him just, you know, annihilate Willie Mack. And and Willie Mack says, I quit. You know, what a great emotional moment. They didn't go that route. Instead, he ends up annihilating Willie Mack so much. And he has a chair at the end of the match. And Willie, I mean, he got plenty of offense in, but, you know, this was, I quit. So you get chairs and everything involved. There's mm-hmm. that great table spot. Yeah, that was crazy. So at the end of the match, Moose has, uh, he puts the uh, a chair. He's got Willie Mack down. I think he'd probably drop him with a spear. Got some, da- has him down, and he puts a chair around his neck. He picks up a chair, and he's about to swing this thing because he's like, I'm going to kill him. And Rich Swan comes running out. And this was the best Rich Swan. I mean, this was genuine and desperate and 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 full of passion you know begging and pleading with him don't do it don't do it don't do it and he's like if you don't give me what i want i'm gonna kill him right now and uh and so rich one says fine fine i'll give you the championship shot i'll give you a shot mm-hmm. at it and moose just says thank you very much i quit and that's yeah. it that's the match that's yeah. good shit yeah, that's that good. that's really really good stuff yeah that um, was good so that match was really, really good. Uh, Jordan Grace and Jazz had a really, really terrific match. Jordan Grace won that one. I don't think that was – I mean, I know Jazz is like – obviously, like we talked about this a little while ago when she had mentioned that she was probably retired, but she would possibly come back to more stuff. Her and Jordan Grace were a tag team in this knockouts mm-hmm. tag title tournament. Um, uh, and so Jordan Grace said, hey, you know, before you retire, I'd like to have a shot at the legendary Jazz. Really, yeah. really great match. Um, cool. Jordan Grace ended up winning. I'm sure Jazz will probably have like an actual retirement tour, or retirement match, or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we had the beyond. Besides that, we just had uh, the Super oh, X the Cup. Super X Cup, yes. Which was a lot of fun, guys. That I hadn't really seen uh, wrestle all that much before. Um, we had uh, cousin Jake in the first round beating uh, Sean Davari. Davari's in great shape. I mean, oh, he's only he's, he's only jacked. 31. He got started early. Like he was in the WWE early. Yeah. He's only like 31 years old. Really? He's it, Okay, so I read that on Twitter. I didn't actually confirm that was somebody said that on Twitter. Let me double check this really quick. I feel like he's been around forever. I think he has been. Let's see here. Sean Davari. He's 36. He's 30. Okay, so okay, so he's 36. Okay, somebody said 31. Still. Still. He's in amazing shape. Yeah, he he's is. He's in amazing shape. Like, he came out there. He was cut. Uh, Cousin Jake, this is like the first time I really paid attention to Cousin Jake all that much. He's got a great look, and he's a really fun wrestler. Yeah. Um, big dude. Uh, so he beat Davari in the first uh, match of the first round. Uh, Crazy Steve uh, defeated Trey Lamar, uh, who I'd never really seen before. He was really good. Uh, Ace Austin beat Cousin Jake. And then uh, uh, Blake Christian beat uh, Crazy Steve. Uh, and then a- a- Ace Austin beat uh, Blake Christian. So that was really good stuff, too. Did I miss a Blake cool. Christian match to start things off? I probably did, but it's not here. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was a fun show. Uh, one of the highlights also, uh, Man Man, Madman Fulton was wearing an uh, Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill pay-per-view logo shirt. Yeah. So I appreciate that he's a company guy. You know, he's trying to yeah, promote the pay-per-view promote coming the up. Didn't wear his own merch shirt. He wore a shirt promoting the upcoming pay-per-view. There you go. There you so, go. So, yeah, good stuff. All right. You watch Being the Elite, yeah? I'm telling you, man, I'm the new Meltzer, okay? I'm, I'm watching good. all wrestling now. You know, there was like the, the two or three-week span where I was the one watching BTE. <laughs> yeah. 
And now, now the, the shoe is on the other foot. You're the official being the elite correspondent. Fill me in. Well, I mean, I Listen, watched that bit you showed me. I skipped around a little bit. I mentioned this on Friday. I even watched NXT UK last week. Wow. I know, right? Wow. Just can't get enough. <laughs> can't get enough. It'll, it'll, it'll end soon enough. I, I can't keep up that pace. Uh, no, being the lead was fun. It was great. It was, I, I thought it was like 40 minutes long. When you see that, you're, you're you think yourself, oh, I'm going to skip around yeah, a lot. That's, I, well, I mean, I saw that and I was, yeah, exactly what I did. I saw 40 minutes like, uh, that's a lot. I mean, you do end up skipping around a little bit, but I thought there was, I don't know if I was just in a mood today, like, but I was actually really entertained by a lot of the stuff. Um, it opened up, there was a bit with, uh, Gals and Anderson, uh, most no, you know, they're, they're talking about the two sweet and, uh, one of the threads throughout the episode was, uh, Matt Jackson just telling people, that are asking, you know, is Bullet Club back? Like Matt Hardy asked, hey, is Bullet Club back? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's complicated. They both said, well, it's complicated. And, you know, the gals and Anderson got them to do the two sweet again, even though they're like, you know, we're not technically allowed to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, Gallows admitted to cranking it in the bathroom, which is kind of yeah, gross. That I saw. I saw uh, that, yes. <laughs> uh, they had some behind-the-scenes stuff of Nick Jackson's leg injury, which is always – that's always interesting stuff to see. That to me, that's some of the more interesting stuff is behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff, you know, because um, you have like, you know, opponents mixing it up and chatting over stuff in the background. Tony Khan's in the background. That stuff's always interesting. Um, there is a pretty long, but there was some pretty funny stuff in it with a Dark Order uh, and uh, Five's lame New Year's Eve party. Because he was like, hey, guys, you know, you look like party people. Let's let's have another party. Didn't you have such a good time? And did you have a good time at my New Year's Eve party? And uh, Silver goes off. Your party fucking sucks. Um, and so they do like a flashback to it. And they're just like basically at a conference room sitting for like a New Year's Eve party. And then it turns out it was only December 27th anyways. <laughs> um, it was kind of long. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that y- you probably if you're going to do that, if you're going to have something that long. Get a couple cameras. Don't just do this the one single shot of like everybody and there nobody's really mic'd. So you can't hear half the jokes anyways. Like because a lot of the stuff in, in being the elite's really funny. And it's just mics make the difference. Like they still just need and I understand. I feel like before, like when being the elite was like, you know, before AEW, yeah, it had it had a much more vloggy feel to it. It was like, hey, yeah, this yeah, is our yeah. road diaries. But like with so many great gags and like jokes and stuff, you you, you got to get somebody with a boom. You well, it's need, also you, you know it's evolved past just road vlog to, you know, there's storylines and franchise. Character development. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That that carries through to to dynamite. I understand they probably want to keep to a certain extent the the DIY aesthetic of it that you know has been there since it started. But there's a middle ground there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. There's a middle ground. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Uh, so, uh, the dark order also have decided to go after sting. So it'll be interesting if Steve Borden makes an appearance on BTE. Uh, there's a lot of Matt Hardy in this episode. It was revealed that the contract that he has with private party, uh, he does allow them to do third party, uh, uh, platforms, but he takes 50% of that revenue. Wow. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that, cause like a lot of the stuff he was saying, felt or sounded very Vince McMahon-ish. Mm. <laughs> I wonder how much of that might have been aped from Vince. Um, he also sold the Young Bucks on a bigger EVP office because the other one was too small and it was a disaster. But then he sort of screwed them on like giving him the wrong key. That was pretty funny. Uh, he also tried to sign Brandon Cutler to a contract, uh, and he suggested in order to do so, he wants to see Brandon Cutler beat Luchasaurus. Um, and so, uh, Cutler goes up and Cutler is pretty funny in this. He went up and he challenged Luchasaurus to a match and, uh, Luchasaurus, uh, accepted, uh, for dark. And he's like, you want to do this tomorrow? And Cutler was like, no, we, we need to build this first. So <laughs> it was, it was pretty funny. It's hard to repeat. It's a pretty funny bit. Uh, Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose dressed up like nuns to try to con people out of money, get donations. Uh, and then for the BTE title, we had a number one contender game of flip cup, which, okay. uh, Alex Reynolds won. Uh, oh, no. and that, that was pretty fun stuff. And again, with that one, they actually cut, it wasn't oh, like just right. an endless game of uno where, with no cuts to it. Yeah. So this one was actually pretty speedy. So yeah, I saw a little bit of that too. Decently fun episode of being the elite. Cool. My favorite well, bit we... though, was what I sent you today. Yes. There was a, there was a bit with a uh, Statlander, uh, backstage with like a uh, Griff Garrison. 
and uh, she was going to try to abduct him, and they'd go off. And then in the background, you see Lance Archer sort of sitting on a table on his phone, and like his legs are sort of kicking, like he's a little kid. And he mm-hmm. sort of looks over at the at you know in the distance, you see him, and he sort of looks over, and he has this like you know just gentle smile on his face. I'm yeah, like, that's the Lance Archer that I want to see on. on that's what on you want to see. No, no murder hawk monster. Mm-mm. Friendly hawk. Friendly. There hawk. you go. That's what I want to see. Uh, let's move on to Raw preview. We just found out what it was. Uh, of course, Drew versus Randy canceled. Um, Drew is going to address the WWE universe uh, after his uh, diagnosis mm-hmm. uh, that he has COVID um, and uh, anticipate some sort of Randy Orton match according to wrestle votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that we have some mail, Steve. Yes. Yeah, we got some mail here. This one is from, it's from, it's, I think it's from the UK. Mm. It's from beware the moon clothing company. I don't know who it doesn't say on the outside, like an individual that sent this to us. Yeah. 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 Thought I had some scissors around here. Oh, I do have some scissors. It's only one hoodie. Oh, hoodies are comfortable. Oh no, there's two. There's two t-shirts. Never mind. It's two t-shirts. Oh okay. What is this? Oh, ha ha! Who sent this to us? What is it? This is great. So you have a red one and I have a black one, but it's the same thing. Bad Street Bad USA. Street USA. That's great. That's super cool. That's super cool. I'm gonna see. I don't think there's like a notice in here. So if somebody can let us know who sent this to us. Yes, oh, wait, please. Hold on. There's a thing in here. There's oh. a packing slip. Oh, Dylan Haggett. Dylan oh, thank Haggett you so much, Dylan. Us. Thank you, Dylan. That's thank so you, cool. Dylan. That's I love so it. cool. That's so nice of you. Doot 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 doot. Oh, and then uh, this right here. So this uh, you can start asking the question. This is actually mine. Lacey oh, had right. this sent to me uh, for Christmas, but I'm gonna open it here on the air anyways. Do you know what it is already? Yeah, I know what it is. I, I had her send it to me. It's a Soundgarden t-shirt. Oh. What does it have on it? Is it Super Unknown? Yeah, man. Look at that. Swell. It's super Unknown there at the bottom. But that's just for me. You don't get that. I don't get that? All right, very My well. Christmas present. Where's my? Hey, where's the rest of my Christmas present? You say it's it's, it's, a, it's in my garage. I got to check it and make sure it's 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 on the up and up. And then, and then I'll, I'll schedule drop It's off. in your garage? What's it doing in your yeah. garage? Just where it ended up. You just threw it in the garage? You're like, yeah. No, of course I didn't throw it in the garage. Seems like you threw it in the garage. It's sitting on the little shelving we have in there that the printer's on. Oh, okay. It's well taken care of. Anyways, let's answer some questions. Juan Guerrero Jr., Miss Triple Mania. Since Triple A has not quite exact translations of of characters, for example, American Legend instead of Captain America and Purple Terror instead of Thanos, which not quite exact Triple A versions of other wrestlers can you think of? For example, I think Baron Corbin would be the Wolf King or something similar. Mm, okay. Um, how about uh, Murphy would be uh, Mister Dating Game? All right, because like he's hanging, he's dating uh, Ray Mysterio's daughter. All right, that'd be a great gimmick for him. He comes back and he smells like sex. And it like, um, and it Alistair, so, Alistair like, Black is the that. guy who is the guy who waits in the room. <laughs> okay, yeah, the room, the room keeper, something He's like that. Room, yes, the room keeper. Um, uh, yeah, those are good answers. All right, very well. <laughs> Dating game and room. Uh, Otis is the guy who likes meat. There you go, meat lover. Yeah, uh, Russell, dude. Since the Royal Rumble is comic book themed, which comic book characters do you want as surprise entrance? Uh, Madman. That's who I want. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, he's got a great costume too. Yeah, he does. I want dude, I just want I want the purple terror to come back. So Brian Cage. Yeah, exactly. Uh Patrick Sparks. Where would wrestling be without the NWA? <sighs> I mean, that's the that's unifying like- that's like too big of a question, isn't it? I know. It's like the major unifying body for a, a vast majority of pro wrestling's history. 
you know i don't i don't i don't know if wrestling would do you think wrestling would exist maybe not at a national level i mean what are the end of I mean, definitely would on, the, like, on, what? on a, on a ter- uh, territory level, but I mean, like, I know, I know, certain territories did have some national television distribution, but it was kind of the NWA that held everything together, and their champ would go from territory to territory, you know. And I mean, and, they started what forty eight, something like that, around there, yeah. But I mean, they they evolved from something, so you would think that there still would have been some sort of evolution um, that might have mirrored. I don't know. I mean, there's such a like a big thing. That like I don't know I if it would have been if if their presence is what allowed it to continue to exist in North America. I mean, it was still in Mexico and Japan, mm-hmm. so I mean, it still would have evolved. Well, that's what I mean, kind there. of on a, a somewhat national level. I understand they weren't national in the sense that WWE would become national, but they were. Mm-hmm. You know, it stands for National Wrestling Alliance. It was the 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 body that kept yeah. pro wrestling together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Without it, maybe you know it, it would have been more far more territory based than it already was for maybe longer. Who knows? I don't know. Could have been. I don't know. Could have been. Uh, Nick with Nakamura being booked strong in the gauntlet match this past Friday. Who's another wrestler, uh, male or female who could really shine in a gauntlet match. Sonia Deville. I think she'd be great. She's got the MMA background. Um, uh, seeing her wear down her opponents, you know, one after another with the variety of pro wrestling and MMA moves and holds, I think that'd be mm-hmm. great. I'm going to say Ember Moon. She's like Good. my, one of my favorite wrestlers to watch these days. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it's, you know, yeah. Cause dude, she's so like a, like she's the most, it's, it's funny. Cause like you think fundamentally sound, you think boring, but like she makes everything look like it's legit, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and still dynamic and exciting to watch. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to say Ember Moon. Good answer. I like this question uh, here from Abinov. Do you think streaming from your homes has led you to arguing and getting on, has led you to arguing and getting on each other's nerves less? Less, I don't know, in a different way, maybe. <laughs> oh, is this all because I didn't pay attention to you on Friday? 100%. I apologize for that. 100%. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's probably relaxed us a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Because it's nice being here in the comfort of our own homes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, we'll find probably. we'll find new ways to get on each other's nerves, though. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, we're, we're pretty good at that. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see here. Marco Sullivan. That sounds like a car dealership. I wonder if Marco Sullivan's like a millionaire and he sells cars. He says, uh, ha- uh, wait, what is this? Had this thought during the week. But what would your view about Goldberg joining Retribution be? Goldberg has no reason to complain about anything. Yep. I mean, everybody else, I'll put it as everybody else has a reason to be in Retribution because Goldberg's main eventing Royal Rumble. Yeah. So I'm going to say everybody but Goldberg. So you're almost there, Marco Sullivan. But it's just the inverse. Everybody else should join Retribution. The opposite. Mr. Sinister, so with the Royal Rumble not having a live crowd, do you think there will be any surprise entrance? If so, which ones? Um, Around that time, Vince thought he could have a live crowd at Royal Rumble, even though everybody knew the writing was on the wall in terms of COVID (laughs) (laughs) spiking. (laughs) Um, Do you think there could be any surprise entrance? I I, I think it would be... More interesting this year, given that there isn't going to be a crowd to mix up the presentation somehow, some way, and give us done it a cinematic one, man. I'm telling you, man, you do it out in a barge in international waters, and it's not just to get dumped out of the ring; you got to get dumped into the in, in, into the into the ocean, into the drink. That's how you're eliminated the, to the yeah. drink. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. That's how you do it. That'd be fun. Yeah. Granted, it's January. Imagine even in Florida, it's going that 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 Atlantic Ocean is be pretty chilly. You want you don't want to be dumping wrestlers over the edge of a barge when you're 15 miles out to sea. I get all that. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Who's gonna be the lowest card person to be in the Rumble this year? Are there gonna be besides our truth? Are there gonna be any other 24/7 division members in the Rumble? Well, maybe Lucha House Party. Yeah, maybe Lucha House Party. Maybe Drew Gulak. Yeah, maybe. 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 
You know, COVID, this is not, this is meant not as a joke at all and not lightly. COVID might end up giving other people more opportunities again like it did back in March and April. It's going to be kind of interesting if they have to Mm -hmm. shuffle the decks a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope that's not the case. I really hope it's not because that means that people are getting sick. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, But that might be a reality that they're going to deal with. Uh, Dalen Dula's got an interesting question. You were recently offered a once-in-a-lifetime chance to purchase a flying llama mm. at an extremely reasonable price, and of course, took it. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, this llama has some behavioral issues and pees on the floor as an act of defiance. Oh, Jesus. What wrestler do you ask to help train him? I would not. Number one, I would, under no circumstance, buy a llama. But this isn't just any old llama. It's a flying llama. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Like, could you imagine how unsturdy that would be? Where are you going to fly him to? The store? I mean, where aren't you going to fly him to? I, I would not. What do you mean uns- unsturdy? What do you mean by that? No, have you ever ridden a llama? No, have you? I have, yeah. It's not a very sturdy experience. So you got to put on knee pads. You got to put on elbow pads. You got to, like, put on a helmet. And even when then... You ride a llama? Even if you fall like 20 feet, if, let's say you're 20 feet up in the air, which is like not that much. Even if you're 20 feet up in the air flying around on a llama, if you fall 20 feet, you can still mess yourself up pretty good. When did you, when did you ride a llama? I've ridden a llama. You have? You I'm have ridden. actually shocked you've never ridden a llama. You've never ridden a llama. Get out of here. You're making when I was up. a little kid, I did. You can't prove I haven't. Can't prove you did. I'm sure there's a picture at my mom's house of me on that damn llama. It's right. not a very sturdy beast. Anyways, what's the question? What wrestler, what wrestler do you ask him to help train him? Yeah. I don't know. What wrestler as well not Randy Orton because he poops in people's bags. Or maybe you do because he doesn't anymore. I feel like I f- Daniel Bryan, that's my answer. Okay. Yeah, I could see him being an animal whisperer guy. And also he just seems like overall a very patient individual. Yeah, sure. He seems, strikes me as someone who would be a good teacher. That could be. That could be. Daniel Bryan is my answer. All right, the wild dude. Let's say hypothetically that Jay White comes to WWE. Didn't Melter or somebody say that was probably just a work? Because like in uh, 2018 he signed. No, yes, F- said Fightful, I think Fightful said that. Well, because I think, in I think tw- Melser, Melser on Wrestling Observer Radio said that AEW reached out to Jay White yeah. in 2018. He said at the, he told them at the time that he signed a seven-year deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would put him in New Japan until 2036 or something like that. Yeah, he's got, uh, let's time see. Left there. he's got lots of time left. But he says, let's say hypothetically that Jay White does come to WWE and he goes straight to main roster. He's unable to participate in the singles division at first and must be in a tag team. Oh, that's totally what they would do. Who does he team with? What is their name and what is their tag team finisher? Uh, Is there anybody who has like a running type gimmick? Why? So you can have the Blade Runners? Uh, I mean, R-Truth has to run a lot because he's 24-7 champ. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. You know, it'd be actually kind of cool a tag team with Jay White and Ricochet. I'd be down with yeah. that. Yeah, cool. that could be fun. But That could be fun. Yeah, he's got seven years there. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, The Rock, has announced he is releasing a new energy drink. If you could partner mm-hmm. with Dwayne and start a new business venture, what would you pitch to him? Easy. Comic book publishing company. Really? Most mo- most big blockbuster movies, if they're not like pre-existing properties from like years ago, decades ago, uh, they're, they're, all the big ones are comic books. Virtually, yeah. You know, you have a comic book company. The Rock, uh, you know, is the money guy. Go to Comic-Con. Literally everything you publish would be made into a movie. I'd say, uh, 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 eh, let me think. He's already got a deal with Under Armour. Otherwise, I'd say some sort of uh, uh, line of athletic gear. A line and of And then I can help packs. design that stuff. A line of hip bags. Those are coming back in a big way. All right. All right. Premium, premium, premium fanny, fanny packs. packs, huh? Yeah, dude. I got to get one. Uh, I thought you were, I thought you did get one. Yeah, I thought I did too. But I don't know. What happened to that? I don't know. I don't know. Lord Ziffer, who would you guys book for a six-man ladder match at Mania for the IC title, and who goes over? For the IC title, well, you got to get Sami Zayn, 
back in it. Obviously, Biggie would be in it. Mm-hmm. Apollo Crews would now be in it. Do you see that mm-hmm. great bit with him and Heyman on Talking Smack? Oh, I didn't see that yet. Yeah, Heyman did a really good thing with him. I mean, it's a typical Heyman, you know, pumping a guy up, saying you need to be a killer kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not here to make friends. You're here to make money, but um, it's really good. Uh, Jey Uso. Put Jey Uso in there. Good. Really good. So that's four. We need two more, huh? Um, put. Oh, you know Nakamura. what? Nakamura. Nakamura and Cesaro. Nakamura? No, not Cesaro. Scrap Daddy. Scrap oh, Iron. Scrap By the time Daddy. Mania comes around, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll that itch will be back. He'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm booking myself in this match. I guess you get so. Sony DeVille in his ear saying, hey, you got to start booking yourself in everything. Could be. Could be. Alex uh, Javier. Do the math. Determine who's better between John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, and Batista. The 2002 class of OVW. I don't know if we need to do the math. No, it's Cena. Clearly it's Cena's Cena. one. Yeah. But who's two? It's got to be Randy's two, right? Yeah. It's got to be Cena, Randy, Brock and Batista in that you order. Got right? that right. I think that's the order. Yeah. That's the yeah. order. Uh, Greg Morris is Booker T beating Triple H at Mania is most common change fans would uh, make to a prior Mania. Can you think of any recent matches that would be the consensus in another 15, 20 years? Uh, Goldberg being the Fiend could be a contender. Yeah, that that's high up on the list. Goldberg beating the Fiend is such a is such a weird footnote, though. I mean, it's it's not to, it's. So much, I think, in the COVID era is going to be considered. It's going to be there's going to be the asterisk of it being stitched together. Like, who really gives a shit? You know, like the fiend is fine. He's back. He's good. No harm, no foul. Really, nobody really cares about Braun's title reign because everybody knows it was just sort of a part time thing to to do whatever. Um, I would say, and I don't know if this would count within his window, but uh, again, another Triple H match, the Sting one. Mm. They reference that on being the elite this week too. Yeah, Stink should have totally won that. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Garage game day sports with as big as the roster currently is. Should WWE bring back Royal Rumble qualifying matches? It would give matches higher stakes and could showcase talents not often, uh, not used as often. Hundred percent. Thousand percent. Yeah, I agree. I totally totally agree. on board with that. Anthony Tobias, who should be at Adam Pierce's corner at the Rumble? Sony Deville. They need to start something there in terms of her influence on him, you know, saying, hey, you're in over your head with this Roman thing. You need to start approaching your general managerness a bit more. But really, yeah. she's just she's just trying to weasel him out of the job so she can she can get yeah. in. huh? Yeah, exactly. Panda Police Club, who seems to be the favorite to win the Rumble this year? And is it any different from who you want to win the Rumble this year? Oh, so. uh my favorite to win the Rumble is Brock Lesnar. I think I think you want it'd be, it, Brock and Bailey to win, correct? Yeah, I want them to win. I think Bailey's going to win. The men, it's probably going to be Daniel Bryan, and I probably do want that. the The only problem I have with Daniel Bryan, I'll be honest with you, this sound weird. I'd prefer the story. I'd never in a million years think I'd thought I'd say this. At this point, I would prefer the story heading into Mania of Brock versus Roman than Daniel Bryan versus Roman. Even though I know in both situations, Roman would come out ahead. Mm -hmm. I just think that Brock and his history with them and this new tribal chief is so much more interesting than Daniel Bryan, who's just a straight up underdog babyface. I will uh, give give you a reason why they might not do Brock Roman. Just thought of this today, brushing my teeth. Sure. It could be nothing. So the SmackDown ratings are generally pretty uh, consistent in, you know, 2 million or higher, generally speaking. Yeah. yeah. Raw's ratings are all over the place and generally pretty crap. You need if them. they're going to bring Brock back, I think they'd be more likely to bring Brock Brock back to Raw to get the ratings up. That could very well be. I could. You're, you, you might be onto something there. That would not shock me at all. Uh, Will Combs book an Impact versus AEW Blood and Guts match? Who would be in it? Who would go over? Well, it'd be Kenny, uh, the Young Bucks, and Good Brothers. That'd be one team. Mm-hmm. And then uh, who would fight them? Well, 
I think Moose would probably have to remove himself from the like Moose doesn't have any friends. No. He's a lone wolf guy. So yeah. you'd have to wouldn't you have to go with like the faces of uh Motor City you, Machine Guns, Rick Swan, Swan um Eric I mean, I, Young, Confused Cowboy. <laughs> yes, you just did it. Good job. Good job. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good question for Mr. Dope. Who is the Roman and who is the J of your friendship? And then W.S. Fletcher adds, who is the Paul Heyman? Right now, I'm the Roman. I got all the belts. Oh, get out of here. You I got all the champions. The, I don't think that's that's not the qualifier for who's the Roman. Because I'm certainly not your J. Um I mean, okay, what are the qualifiers here? Who makes who feel more subservient to the other? I don't think either. That doesn't necessarily apply to either of us. I I think it would be, uh, I think this is what it is. You're Jay. I'm Paul. And Lacey is Roman. (laughs) Because she calls you, oh, baby boy. Yeah, you got to bring it back to that, huh? <laughs> and I have to try to counsel to her to, 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 to not bully you. That's what uh, it is. Jason Lewis, you two decide to do ads for going in raw like Tony and Tony do on Impact. Whose oh, platform great. do you air on and what tongue-in-cheek shots do you take? Oof. Ah, uh, man. I mean, you would have to be another wrestling content creator, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't know. Like, we'd have to take good-natured jabs at another channel, but I feel like we're the. I feel like we're the impact in this situation. Yeah, I feel I, like I all of I... our contemporaries would be the ones taking good natured jabs at us not yes, being agreed. able to get over 200,000 subs. Yeah. Cause I do. I yeah. feel like we're, I feel like we're in a decent conversation with the other guys, but I feel like we're kind of, I, I do feel like we're like the lowest of like that tier. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of other wrestling channels that have decent numbers that aren't as that, that don't do as well as we do. But like, I feel like the, the top names are like pretty far above us as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 No, we, yeah, I can see the, the, the impact analogy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really, like, I really, I really appreciate it when we did the fifth anniversary thing and we had all of our, all the, you know, yes. the different people send in stuff where they that basically did just that, you know? Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Drew asks, any chance do you think they are starting a Nakamura push for him to be Jay White's opponent at WrestleMania? Um, I don't think that's why they probably want to, you know, they realize they have uh, his immense talent there. They can be doing interesting stuff with not to say him and Cesaro on a tag team is interesting stuff. Um, and, and, you know, maybe they decide, all right, we're going to better utilize Nakamura's talent as a singles wrestler, mm-hmm. um, going forward. For no other reason than Roman ne- probably needs another, uh, opponent between rumble and mania. Yeah. I would think that's why, I mean, I, I don't know how much fire is to this jay white is a free agent stuff you know given how kind of little smoke there is yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know about i don't know about any of it don't know i like what you said all right very well i think that the shinsuke thing i think it was probably just i mean dude i would love to say hey you know they're gonna bring him back to relevance i would love to say that Give me some evidence beyond one episode because you know how that yeah. goes. Like they'll do something for an episode and then it'll just go back to the, to the, you know, mm-hmm. or, or they'll do the thing that yep. I talk about on SmackDown where Cesaro will come up to him. He'll have some resentments over Shinsuke being in that match. They'll have a match split up and then nothing will happen with any of them. Well, Cesaro tweeted Nakamura about that. Cause I guess as if he, you know, obviously wasn't there or something like that. And it was like, don't do that to my partner or something like that. Oh, what did he say? I didn't see that. What did he say? Here, let me pull that up. Let me, let me find it real quick. It wasn't resentful, though? No. Oh, he just says uh, there's a clip of Roman oh, and Jay okay, yeah. beating down. He says, don't okay. mess with my friends. All right. To Roman and Jay. 
Gotcha. And then he also retweeted. Nakamura's, Nakamura's got a match against uh, Jay this Friday. Oh, that's cool. Don't you Jay love how they, they're they booking SmackDown out like a week in advance? Imagine mm-hmm. that. Is That's so weird. Like Raw is this I thing know. that like they just cannot figure out. And SmackDown, they just have so, you know, as 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 good as I think they can do. Yeah, and it's, and it's pretty. Oh, I know, good. and they're 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 doing something one week and following through with it the next week. There's actually logical storytelling. Yeah. So, if there was a crowd, they'd be totally behind Nakamura. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Any more questions? Let's see. Uh, Shadowy Figures Productions is Austin Theory the next young Randy Orton? Too early to tell. Randy Orton is a giant. Like <laughs> that's that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big name to aspire to. So yeah, too soon to tell. Uh, we can end on this one. Abinov, should Kevin Owens take Adam Pearce's place in the Rumble match against Roman? How should he do it? Oh yeah, that's going to happen. He will. That's totally. That's going to happen. happen. Adam Pierce will have he'll step up to Roman. They might even have a match on SmackDown. He'll get a few moves in. Roman will beat the hell out of him. Kevin Owens will run out to make the save and they'll set it up that way. Yeah, I agree. I think that's gonna be that's it's that's probably as close as what's gonna happen. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tonight with tonight. our yes. raw recap. So join us for that. We'll all suffer together. Uh, thanks for watching. Maybe it'll be a good one. You know what? Here's the thing. Think, remember about Raw. Here's a quick, very quick Raw preview. When their backs against the wall, when they have to change things on the fly, sometimes it turns out pretty good. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, anyways, thanks everybody for tuning. I appreciate. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade. Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.